Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. All right, story time about time. Back in the day, you could go from town to town, and if you had a watch, you'd probably have to adjust it because wherever you came from, well, it was off from wherever you now were. Because as late as the 1880s, there was local time based on high noon. You know, the best guess wasn't until the railroads got traveled down from days to hours that the first uniform time zones came around. You know, time's a funny thing, and I've got questions. Back again, thank you for being here. What is time? Why do we have it? Why does it feel like it can move so fast, but also so slow? Like when you're bored? We'll take a trip into boredom during this one too, but first. You know, the word time is the most used noun in the English language, and it's not surprising that it has more than one meaning to different kinds of people, so that's okay. I'm Sean Carroll. My most recent book is called The Biggest Ideas in the Universe, Space, Time, and Motion. Just the simple stuff, right? He's over at Johns Hopkins. Even as a physicist, there's two different ways we think about it. One is it's a coordinate on space-time. So space-time, according to Einstein, is this four-dimensional world in which we live. And if you want to locate yourself, you need to both tell me where you are in space, but also when you are in time. Don't worry. I'm not going to teach a class on relativity. This is just to say that that's how the Shans of the world, that's how they think about this. Then there's another notion of time, which is what our clocks read. If we have a, a wristwatch and it ticks along or an atomic clock or whatever, you can measure the duration. And that's how most of us see time. It goes by, moves like an arrow, past, present, future. Here's the thing, though. You start learning a little bit about physics, and physics, it doesn't care. The deep down laws of nature, as we best understand them right now, don't distinguish between past and future. They treat them exactly the same. So now there's a new puzzle, like why is there such a pronounced difference between past and future? And so that's something that people like me, you know, spend our, our time trying to explain. Time is a label, basically, and spoiler alert, we don't have a lot of answers. We experience it in a certain way, but maybe it doesn't have to be that way. Theories. Long answer. Doctoral degree on this. Go to school. Short answer. Something to do with the Big Bang. We think that... In the universe in which we live, time seems to have an arrow because 14 billion years ago at the Big Bang, we were in a very, very special, highly organized state and things have been just sort of getting messier and more random ever since. You want a very simple example of this? You break eggs to make an omelet. You cannot turn an omelet back into eggs. So there's your arrow of time. Same idea, but massive scale for the universe from tightly packed to still expanding. So we're not going to solve that one today. What can we work on? How about this? We are bad at comprehending the passage of time. The other day I saw this meme. It was 20 years ago is what it said. It showed one of those razor phones. Then it said actually 20 years ago and it showed an iPhone and I went, oh, oh no. <laughs> well, we human beings, bless our hearts. You know, we're 
very fallible creatures. We, there's only a finite number of things we can understand and keep in our brains. And, and psychology and, and biology are infinitely harder to understand than physics. So this is harder to wrap our, our minds around. But here is one fact. When we're young, everything is new to us, right? You go to the beach yeah. and it's the first time you've ever been at the beach. And there's all these new experiences and sensations. And when you're older, you've been to the beach before. And as a result, the years seem to go by faster when you're old. It's because you're experiencing fewer new things as time passes. You can also, in the moment, kind of slow it down or it feels slower, right? When you're bored. And did you know there are boredom experts? I think most people don't imagine that this is a domain of study that a university professor would care about. So yeah, that happens quite often that people think, really, you study boredom? James Dankert is author of the book, Out of My Skull. So Define things for us here, because it is terrible. It kind of feels like I've got options, but I don't know what I want. Yeah, that's right. It's a conundrum. The quote I like the most comes from Leo Tolstoy from Anna Karenina, where he describes boredom as the desire for desire. So you want something, but you don't want anything that's currently available to you. And that conundrum is really what makes boredom feel painful and leads to the sort of restlessness. Why? We've learned on this show all sorts of reasons for things, for the hiccups, for sneezes. What is this one when we're playing the, the long game? Simply, maybe boredom just pushes you to explore. The example that I think works the easiest, just being at a blueberry farm. You don't stand in front of one blueberry bush and just pick it till it's denuded of every single berry. You stand there, you pick the ones that look particularly ripe and particularly large and juicy, the ones that are maybe the easiest to sort of pick. And then at some point you say, I'm going to move on to see if there's a better berry bush somewhere down the path. And one of the potential functions of boredom is to trigger that exploration. You know, I was thinking of a quote before this to bring back the iPhone meme. Boredom died with the iPhone. We have all the world's information in our pocket, but that hasn't really cured it, has it? If you just hop on your phone and you're scrolling or doom scrolling through your Twitter feed and you're not really paying attention, it's just occupying time. You won't actually be bored in that moment, but you also haven't solved your boredom. What boredom is telling you you need to solve. Yeah, the thing is, boredom is a sign that you're craving agency. Something that makes you feel like you are actually in charge, not just kind of doing something to go through the motions. And there's this sort of double-edged sword with boredom and that you have to kind of get the sweet spot. Just a little more on this with Dr. Sandy Mann. A senior lecturer in psychology at the University of Central Lancashire and author of The Science of Boredom, The Upside of Downtime. Downtime, key word there. The pain of boredom, not great. Letting your mind wander, not always being plugged in. Well, those are two different things. Your brain always has something cooking in the background. Remember the memory show? Downtime gives you time to kind of noodle it over. That is my very scientific term. What you call the noodling, and I really like that term. So if there's something already there, it will noodle it. Uh, it will build on it. It will work <laughs> on it. Phones down, look out the window. Maybe something bubbles up. Breaks are good. Also, a note here, it's not magic. You're not going to become some kind of guitar hero. Not going to happen. That's not how it works. Yeah. It's about stimulating creativity, and that could be problem-solving ability, a way to redecorate your house. It doesn't have to be an, an idea that's going to change the world. One more thing here, one more boredom question, because this happens to everyone. It's my favorite, too. Am I hungry, or am I just bored? Yeah. And that's because we, we're seeking that dopamine hit. And if you're bored, nuts, carrots, they don't eat those. They eat candy, crisps. What do you call? Chips, chips. and fries is chips. what we have. Yeah, yeah. Chip, Chips and candy to speak in your language. <laughs> now I'm hungry. All right, couple more minutes back to Sean. Another question. 
Big one, time travel. Can I go back? Can I go forward? Well, we can go forward. Because we do it every day, right? <laughs> I've gone forward my whole life. Yeah, I went to bed last night and I jumped through time to get to this morning. Huh? <laughs> there you go. And in fact, um, Albert Einstein, in his theory of relativity, even told us how we can go forward faster. So we personally can experience, let's say, a year if we're flying in a spaceship moving at the speed of light, and we come back here on Earth, and here on Earth it's been 100 years. What we can't do is go backwards. We cannot, as far as anyone knows, travel to the past. People have considered ways that that might be possible by bending space and time so much that you could from your personal point of view, keep moving forward, but from the universe's point of view, get slingshotted into the past. But I think the smart money is that's not going to be able to happen in the real world. One thing, though, to point out, we are all a little bit in the past right now. It takes time for the brain, the eyes, all of it. You don't notice, but there is a tiny, tiny lag for you to perceive what is going on. I'm still stuck on before, though. We're not sure why time exists. Okay, got it. But there seem to be rules, right, in the universe, structures. What are those doing there? Why are there laws of physics at all? Why isn't it just completely random chaos? One possible answer is, if it were completely random chaos, if, if the universe had no patterns, no structure, no laws of physics, we wouldn't be here to talk about it. Either we're just lucky, <laughs> or maybe... The universe is actually much vaster than we imagine, and parts of it allow people like us to exist, and other parts that we don't experience don't. Yeah, maybe that's the thing, right? It works either way. <laughs> you know, people have pointed out that if we are alone, which we very plausibly are as far as I know, um, maybe it's even more important that we be nice to each other and protect ourselves, because we're the only ones who are having conversations like this, thinking about things, caring about things, and, and so forth. Does anyone remember popcorn? Or am I dating myself? Kids, there used to be this number to call on your landline phone, you can go look that up, where a recorded voice would tell you exactly what time it was so you could set the clocks. She would say, at the tone, it's three o'clock. Beep. What a time that was. That's all. We'll be back next Thursday. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.